Fresh off of a show there, Zach, huh? Yeah, uh, I got the I got the Blake Rafino outfit going on here. Uh, this is LSU the fishing Blake, shirt. Blake Rafino one right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see that there. I see that there. Where, where did that shirt? Blake Rafino starter starter kit. That's what I should have said. Starter kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Tigers Avenue show. The 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 uh, early show in the week. Um, lots to recap uh, from this past weekend to discuss with the series. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, where we are after this, you know, pretty tough stretch in the SEC, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll take a, a quick peek peek back at what we've done and and maybe look forward to w- what's ahead and kind of our expectations going ahead as well. Uh, and also a little transfer portal update. I know we've talked about that a little bit. Um, on the previous show. So we'll give you a little bit more uh, insight to that as well. Um, and we'll be talking about all here in the Tigers Avenue. So uh, already some guys in here, Zach, Tyler Townsend. Yeah. Look, I always feel bad. I always feel bad. Cause Tyler is always w- wanting to go back and forth with me on DMS during the baseball games. And I always, always am like so zoned in on the baseball games. Cause I'm like <laughs> going to gather as much information as I can um for you know for the show and like i feel bad because like me and me and tyler are trying to go back and forth because so tyler i apologize it's not because i don't want to talk to you please (laughs) don't take that uh the wrong way it's just because i get so zoned into the game that i forget to tyler i'm hearing excuses that's what i'm hearing yeah it's excuses honestly that's that's what it is and and most of the time i'm on tigers avenue account so i'm not i'm looking at the dms on there I forget yeah. to go back and talk to Tyler on my personal account. So Tyler, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize. <laughs> I I will do better this weekend, Tyler. I promise. I will do oh, better man. this weekend. Like we're going to we're going to Oxford, baby. We're going to Oxford this weekend, which I'm super pumped for. Reagan, we got to figure it out what we're going to do for the next show because we're going to be in Oxford Friday night. Yeah, yeah. We might have to go Thursday. Uh, well, Zach, I, I haven't texted you to you about that. That. I might not be able to go to Oxford because uh, oh. uh, I know, I know, I know. Um, something's going on Friday. I'll have to update you afterwards after the show. Something's going on Friday, so so uh, I won't I won't say it here on the show, but I'll tell you afterwards. All good, all good. Um, but okay, I might yeah. be able to still come. Hopefully, we can still figure that out and work that out um, and, and do that. But. I hope so because I need my guy. I need yeah. I need my TA bro. I, I, need I know, my, I know, and I want I need my blood bro, and I need my TA bro to be there because I'm sure we're going to meet some fans <sighs> of the Tigers Avenue. There's there's Tigers Avenue fans coming this weekend, Reagan. Yeah, I know. I want to be there because I love going to Oxford. I mean, I mean, I love going to to uh, every time LSU is 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 in Oxford to play a baseball game. Typically, we go. I always enjoy going. Um, so I, I really hope that it'll work out. We'll we'll see. I need to. I need to. Anyways, we'll, we'll. We'll. Hopefully, it'll work out. But we'll see. We'll see. Um. All right, Zach. Speaking of baseball, um, we need to discuss this past weekend. I think we we discussed obviously our the the first game, uh, the the run rule game. Yeah. Um. But boy, the next two games were, I mean, tooth and nail. Uh, I mean, competitive. Um. I said it on Blake's show. I'm gonna say it here again for those of you who weren't on it. Kentucky proved they're they're for real team. Like they are a for real team. Yeah. Uh, Nick Mingione has done an incredible job uh, with that team this year. 
they have built a team to do something and, and do it very well. And, and they're very much a small ball, get them on, get them over, get them in. And, and they do it well. And they, they, they really were a tough task this weekend for the Tigers. And I think there'll be a tough task for any team they face um, because they're a very good team. But it was a huge series win for the Tigers because you just beat the number one team in the RPI. I mean, a huge weekend series win for the Tigers. Um, and, but it was competitive. There's no doubt about it, Zach. Um, so what are your thoughts coming off of uh, the weekend kind of initial reaction uh, to what unfolded between the last two games. Yeah, I'll try to go a little bit uh, differently than what I did on Blake's show because I know probably a lot of the our listeners and viewers uh, either have watched or are going to watch Blake's show. Uh, so I don't want to you know, be extremely repetitive. Um, but for me, probably one of the biggest things from this weekend was Bryce Collins, man. Listen. Yeah, uh, man, no kidding. We have repeated it constantly on this show. Like, it sucks. It really sucks what has happened to this bullpen um, and this pitching staff. And, you know, I hope that we can get a part of that back. You know, maybe, I, I highly doubt it, but maybe you get somebody back like uh, uh, Garrett Edwards, maybe a Chase Shores. I don't Ooh. know. I, I, I think it's extremely doubtful. I'm just telling you all yeah. that now. But – you can expect Nate Ackenhausen to be back. You know, you can expect yeah. Javon Coleman is going to uh, get some time now. Uh, you know, he warmed yeah. up, didn't didn't get any action, but warmed up in the bullpen this weekend. So Big that's two, that's Big two arms that you should get back, which you massively, massively need right now. Yeah. Um, and what I love about it is both those guys are lefties. And typically teams, it's not just LSU guys, uh, which I don't even know if that's a thing anymore, but teams struggle with lefties and uh to get two healthy lefties back um i think that's gonna be massive for lsu but bryce collins stepped up you needed guys we've been harping on the need for other players to step up because of these injuries right bryce collins no stepped up this weekend he's he, he made a statement last weekend he made a greater statement this weekend the curveball is nasty that's it's really nasty good. It's that and that's Mikhail Hilliard looking curveball. Yeah, like just 12 you know, six. 12 6, absolutely nasty. Um, and you know, it makes me a little nervous because right now it seems like that's all he's able to throw. I, I know he's got the fastball, obviously. Um, but like it was all all breaking balls um when he went out against Kentucky. So, you know, I'm, it makes me a little nervous that they might, you know. They're going to, you know, because they're going to sit back on that. They're going to sit back on that breaking ball as teams uh, begin to scout him. So, but it was really impressive to see the job that Collins did. Uh, I thought, I understand that the ending was not great, but I thought the first three innings from Christian Little was massive. Um, guys, a whole third of the baseball game, Christian Little gave you shutout baseball and allowed was, no runners on base. It was absolutely nothing. Like we can't Nothing take that. We can't take that for granted. Yeah, it was, um, good. It was good. It was phenomenal. Um, I mentioned it on Blake's show, and I'll I'll mention it here again. The biggest concern for me coming out of this weekend is not the bullpen because we already knew about that issue. The biggest concern for me this weekend is that the fielding is beginning to take take a step back. Um, yeah. The whole reason you. Get you, you gave up game two, um, was because of fielding. Uh, in the fifth inning, you Ty Floyd has done a phenomenal job, he's battled like he always does. As I say, he is really he is inconsistently good, right? And so <laughs> he, he, he went out and he was Ty Floyd, um, which I'm fine with because if he gives you five innings, I'm fine with that right now, especially yeah, with his pitching staff. Yeah. He went out, and gave you five, five and two thirds. I genuinely thought he could have gone longer. Uh, I understand that was probably asking a lot. I think he could have stayed and see if he could get to the fifth and then bring him out for the sixth and see what happens. But regardless, I, I completely understand. I'm not going to argue it. I completely understand why they pulled him. He was getting high on pitch count. He obviously uh, had allowed the first two uh, hitters to get on. Uh, so I understand why they pulled him, but 
Griffin Heron came in and he did exactly what you needed to do. He executed pitches. He got he forced guys to get out. The problem was your field didn't execute uh, behind that pitching. Um, Tommy White and I get it. It was a, it was an extremely uh, hard hit ball. It was a hot shot to the corner, and it's hard to glove, but you got to make that play. Yeah. Um, and, and it ends the inning. Then if the the big one though is Braden Jobert. And look, Braden Jobert has had a better year than he did last year out in the outfield, but he still has a lot of work to do uh, in the outfield. Um, you have got to come up with that fly ball uh, in game two. I think if you make w- one uh, of those play, if Tommy makes a play or if Braden Jobert makes the play, you know, I think LSU ultimately wins the game. Now, I can't say that for a hundred percent certainty, but I, I really believe that was the that was the half inning that completely changed the outcome of the game. In game two, honestly, Reagan, it comes down to that seventh inning, as I mentioned. Uh bottom of the seventh, you're down two, and you have extremely clutch hits from Jordan Thompson and Cable. Yep. Look, yep. I've t- I have hard both of them continue and- to do it. Both I have them. harped on and on about K. Beloso. I'm not going to do it tonight. I have harped on and on about K. Beloso. I was going to mention this on Blake's show, but I forgot to do it. You know, he harped on and on and on about Gavin Dugas, deservedly so. We need to harp more on Jordan Thompson. Um, I know we kind of mentioned it last episode, but look, guys, this he is playing at a very high level right now. We obviously know about the home runs in the four straight games. But he is constantly coming up with clutch hits. Um, he is not going to, you know, like he, he's not a Dylan Cruz. He's not going to wow you. And, you know, he's not a Tommy Tanks. You know, he's not going to come up there and you know it's a power bat. And you, you're, you're, you have, there's the potential of one going yard every time up to bat. You know, he's yeah. not that guy, but he does what he needs to do. And he get and he, 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 he does what is necessary for the team in order to succeed. And he's been yeah. phenomenal at shortstop this year. I know he's had the five errors, but he's been phenomenal at shortstop compared to last year. Five so, errors is bad. Five, five errors is bad. bad. No, not at all. Um, I Three, really through thirty six games. Yeah, five errors pretty good. And look, <laughs> the other thing I didn't mention on Blake's show, but I'll mention here is in the two games that you face, you battled adversity. Like in the second game, I completely understand why. Um, like. It seems like okay, they you know they they gave up all the momentum and da, da, da. but they battled Reagan. They they scratched across a run in the eight or yeah. which was it was it the seventh in the seventh, and then they were able to bring it to within two in the eighth, and they kind of got things rolling a little bit in the ninth. Of course, the, the ground uh the, the ground ball double play ended that for them, but yeah. they were still battling. They didn't give up and just right. you know right. and, and call it quits and, and give up the game. Like they're not going to do that with this offense. They're going to continue to battle and, and continue to fight. I love seeing them face that adversity and fight back in it. Obviously, in game three, that was like every inning because it was like LSU would go ahead, Kentucky would go ahead. Yeah. LSU, you know, it was back and forth, back and forth. It, it was almost yeah. like a basketball game. Like here comes a run for Kentucky. Here comes a run for LSU. Like that's what was happening in the game three. And ultimately, you came out on the uh, the 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 winning side of things and. I under like I, the ninth or excuse me, the top of the eighth. I think it, it'll probably get overlooked a little bit because it was like, okay, we got hit. The ABs that you had to get to that point were also extremely incredible. And I think guys like Jared Jones, who has struggled with strikeouts, they're continuing, they're they're getting better at their oh, ABs. Yeah. yeah. Jared's they're, got they're getting a lot better, better at their ABs. I mean, yeah. cable, you know. You, you think of guys like Trey Morgan, Dylan Cruz, K. Beloso is also phenomenal at it. Gavin Dugas, like those guys, they're really freaking good at their ABs. Like they they know when to lay off lay off pitches, they know when to foul off pitches, they know when to crush. Um, but the younger guys are also starting to get better at their ABs and being smart at at what balls they're going to take and what um, you know they're they're at picking their pitches. Uh, so I think that has been really good. Uh, another sign that we've seen that's been kind of, I guess, behind the scenes uh, with this this weekend series is the job that they've done. Jared Jones, holy cow, Reagan, like phenomenal job this weekend. Uh, you know, he's had he's had a pretty good run here lately. I know he sat 
a while back, and Jay mentioned that I think here recently. You know, he had he needed some time to just sit back and watch, and he has gotten better and better at his abs. Yeah. And that showed. You go down 0-2 because uh, I mean both both times when you hit the well, not the first one, the first home run, you recognize first pitch fastball. I'm crushing this. Well, yeah. actually, I'm sorry. It was I think it was a breaking ball that he got first pitch. I can't remember exactly. I want to say it was a breaking ball. It was a breaking remember. ball. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that the first home run he hit was a breaking ball. He recognized it, which is already a step up from where he was earlier in the season. Crushed it. First home run. Second, second home run, you get down 0-2 because the pitcher fast pitches you, and you immediately crush the next ball out. Uh, and, of course, had some words uh, for the pitcher there. Uh, some interesting words there, um, but yeah, I love yeah. it. I mean, he, he was pumped up. He was excited. Um, <laughs> he was he, he was like, "Hey, don't don't slow pitch me, or don't fast pitch me, bro. I'll crush it." That's that's what happened. So, I mean, four fifty-three. Overall, overall three. I, I think said enough. Yeah, for real, <laughs> it is in, insane. Um, overall, I know it's not what we perfectly wanted. You know, in a perfect world, LSU gets the sweep. They don't blow that lead in the game two. But ultimately, on the weekend, you did what you're supposed to do, and you got the series win. Yeah, I mean, that's what I've kind of tried to gather from this is is you you keep doing what you need to do. Um, like I think people, I, I I'm okay with not like I'm okay with the fans not allowing us to get away with stuff that we wouldn't allow get away with if we were losing, right? Like, and that's a good thing to do. Like, we want to be the absolute best we can. Yeah, uh, but there's always room have, for improvement. Yeah, there's always room for improvement, and there is. Um, so don't let it al- allow things to slip when you're winning uh, uh, that you wouldn't allow to slip whenever you're losing. And, and I think our, our fan base very well does that. <laughs> uh, I think they do it very well to not let it slip. Yeah. Uh, at least they vocalize it, it seems like, a lot. But <laughs> That's LSU, baby. Yeah, but you also got to realize, guys, like, you pay. You've played five straight top fifteen series. You won four of them, and you tied one of them. Um, had you played the, it would, you know, I would love to see how it worked out in the South Carolina game three. Um, obviously, it didn't happen. But you've played five straight top fifteen SEC series. It's been the tough, the toughest stretch of your entire schedule, and you have not taken an L in one of the series yet. It's huge. Was it clean? Was it perfect? No. But what's the goal? What is the goal to win yeah. the series? And you've been doing yes. that every single weekend. You, regardless of how it is, you find a way to win. You play the game. Why to win? And you've you've been doing that. So I, I'm really happy with where they are right now. I mean, seriously, it's it could be a lot worse uh, with these injuries. It could be far worse. Um, you're absolutely right. I mean, if Bryce Collins continues to pitch the way he does, it's going to be really good for LSU because we need him. Um, his his curveball, I know he threw it a lot, but he located it well. Like he would yes. he would throw it high That's and then would fall into the strike zone. And then there were times when he would throw it like middle of the plate and then it would fall out of the zone and it would fool the pitchers and they'd swing over the top of it. And what's so great is you can see it there. <laughs> It's like it's a 77 mile an hour curveball, and it's like this huge overarching pitch. And then he can throw 93 on the inside of the plate. Yeah. And like it's a huge, like, I mean, it's a almost a 20 mile an hour difference. Like, yeah. the dude can go from 77 mile an hour 12 6 curveball to a 93 mile an hour fastball. It's really good stuff. And when he's landing it, if it if it's like that this past weekend, his role is going to expand. Uh, his role is going to expand from what it has been. And his last two outings against Tulane and against Kentucky was really good. So I was yeah. really happy to see that. Um, I, I think you've you've said it enough, but, man, JT, holy cow. He is just as important to this team as Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan. Amen. Like just as important. Amen. Uh, I mean, he's been incredible. Um, that play the other night where he, like, snagged it to going second. deep in the hole then just turned yeah. and like flipped it i was like holy smokes yeah that's like that's an be play great play I, I mean you i mean you get and you get the lead run out like you don't get to turn two but you saved a base hit and get the lead runner out it was an incredible play um well dude fans forget impressed. fans forget like jt was a potential like 
you don't get him because of the draft type player before COVID, before uh, the injury he had in, in high school. So like people forget that, like this is a guy that was potentially going to be a per a player that never saw campus at LSU, but then COVID and the injury happened. And, you know, his senior year is completely a complete debacle um, and he's on campus. Right. And so like, he is is a professional baseball player. Uh, I mean, he really is. And I know some people will question that. I I know, uh, I know there's some people that listen to us and follow us that will disagree, but dude, Four I don't know home who would runs. disagree that Jordan Thompson is a pro. If, yeah. if they do. Look, Jordan Thompson is a great baseball player, bro. And it, and he was clutch. He carried you um, last weekend. He carried you last weekend. And he, he came up with extremely clutch hits this weekend that yeah. won you games. Um, so you yeah. cannot take away from the job that he has done. Um, you I know some there's some fans that still are holding on to what happened last year. Like, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. He, he had it, a bad year. He had a bad year. He was dealing it with – he literally was dealing with an injury. Um, he's going to make mistakes at shortstop. But guess what? He's still one of the best shortstops fielding – you don't have to – you don't have to – it's not a, It's not an opinion. It's stats. It's literally stats. It's facts. It's factual. He's one of the best shortstops in college baseball. He only has five errors on the year compared to what, like what he had last year. Double digits. 18, 18. Yeah. Like, dude almost had 20 errors worse last than the year. SEC. He was worse than the SEC. And I think, is he best in the SEC right now or maybe second best in the SEC right now? I honestly wouldn't even know. I honestly but wouldn't even know. He's still, he still, uh, LSU was a number one team fielding percentage. Like, under, the defense is a concern. It is a concern here as of late. Um, certain spots. Let, certain let's, spots. I, I will let me. I was about to say. Let me preface that. Like we've been concerned about the defense a little bit, but there's certain spots that you're not worried about. Like Tommy White at third is a little bit of a concern. Okay? Yeah. Uh, Braden Gilbert in the outfield is a little bit of a concern. Yeah. Outside like, of outside of that, Thompson and Trey. Not outside too of that, I ain't worried. You know, maybe and maybe a little bit with Bear over at first. You know, there's a couple times he's sure there's sure. been one in the dirt that he couldn't dig out. Like, you know, there's there's a couple of those. He doesn't you know, pick instances. as well as Trey. Yeah. He doesn't pick it as well as Trey, but like outside of that, I'm really not concerned. Um, Reagan, do you got anything else or do you want to get to some comments? No, I mean overall, I think each weekend, I think I feel like I see a lot of complaints uh, about the team. Like I get it's not perfect, but y'all got to appreciate what's been happening. I, I mean, l- like last year, it wasn't like this. It wasn't yeah. like this last year, and it hasn't been like this in the past several years in, you know, closing of, of Paul Maneri's career. Um, we have won almost we, – we potentially could have like five straight SEC series wins, and I cannot tell you the last time that happened. But I know the last time we won our won three straight to open the, the year was like 2013. So it, I, I'd probably have to go a long ways to find us winning uh, the, the first five. I know we tied against South Carolina, but let, let's say we, we win that third game if it happens. It's a long time since we've done that. And, and so LSU is the real deal. And I think as we – what what really helps Zach, well, I guess this is kind of next segment, but like these injuries, you just went through your most difficult stretch and you made it through yeah. unscathed. You took you took a few nicks. You took a few nicks physically and in the L column. But yeah, you're 29 and 6 on the whole season. And you have the easier stretch of your conference play now ahead. Literally, like, uh, you could do gosh, some big time damage the next several weeks. Let me see if I can Ole find Miss, it. State, Georgia, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is three and twelve. Yep, Bama is six Bama. and nine. State is five and ten. Auburn. Auburn is five and ten, and Georgia is four and eleven. Yeah, you're you're on a way easier stretch here. Far easier stretch. And you get to play Ole Miss. Well, you play Ole Miss in Oxford. You play State in Starkville, right? State and Bama. You play State and Bama in, at LSU. Yeah. So I. All, 
Auburn, Ole Miss, and uh, Georgia, you play on the road. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you've made it just through the the absolute gauntlet part of your schedule, and you are you have not lost a series. It, it's it's really huge. It's really yep. huge. That's all I had to say. That's a great weekend, hard fought weekend. You were one mistake from from lo- from losing this series, and you were one mistake from if you if you don't make Sweeping. this mistake from sweeping the series. It was a really competitive series. Adam B said the errors definitely were a killer. Yeah, I mean, that's that's ultimately what, what costs you game too. Uh, Peyton said, doesn't matter who we have pitching, we go as the bats go, which I do agree with uh, uh, on on uh, to, to an extent, uh, because we stink on defense. I, I would disagree there a little bit. There's a certain um, there's certain parts that are that are that are iffy, but we yes. do not stink as a whole on defense. As a whole, we no, no. You have uh, the best the offense, in the country. Yeah, uh, I mean, not and even you have Dre Morgan, who's an All American, uh, left first base. You you name it. Um, and then you know, obviously, all you know, Gavin Dugas hasn't had an error all at all, uh, at second. So, you know, stink. Probably not the best word to use, but I understand where you're coming from, Peyton. So I'm not gonna just it, it hasn't been the best lately. It, it hasn't, hasn't been the best lately. Uh, Heron did his job. I agree, Zach. Yeah, I I don't blame anything on Heron from this past weekend. I think you know the the defense behind him with the mistake that Tommy and Braden Jobert made. Um, that's that's on him, uh, or that's not on him. That's on the defense, and then. I also think they left him in a little bit longer. Uh, they they asked a lot of Griffin Herring in game two. Um, they they he I think I'm pretty sure he extended more than he ever, than he has at all this this season in game two uh, against Kentucky. Uh, Collins has to come up with a ch- has to come up with a change up. Are you saying he needs he needs a change up? Okay, yeah, I, I agree there. Yeah, I would like for Bryce Collins to probably develop another pitch. I'm I'm sure they're you know West Johnson is working on that. Um, tell me, T.A., do you start your best defense in game one or games two and three? I always say three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Especially if you won the first two games. That like, If you've won the first two games, you run your best defensive lineup out there game three. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, JT got rewarded for his bat by batting fourth, and he did very well with it. Uh, the double plays killed the offense. Completely agree, even though you still put up a lot of points. Uh, wish our base running was more aggressive. I don't know, Adam, because when they have been, it wasn't good. Like they've been, they've been aggressive. Uh, Dylan Cruz, you ran out of the inning uh, on uh, on when you tied. Was it when you tied it up, or which game was that? Reagan, I'm going blank. Maybe that was game two. They threw him out at third. Yeah, or they threw him like out at third. I can't remember what game it was, but you that ended the inning like. The inning can't end at third base. Uh, it just can't. Um, of course, Braden Jobert struggled with some base running issues. I mean, you've which had he did some... get that steal, which became he got that steal in that one inning. Yeah, in the third game, which which was good. I'm trying yeah. to remember what what part of the game that was. I, I think it was in the uh, in the eighth inning, so it didn't really matter because they ended up walking. Uh, they ended up walking the next. Who was it? I can't remember if it was Trey or – they walked the next person, and then, of course, they intentionally walked Cruz to get to Tommy White. I think that was yeah. that inning. I could be I could be wrong. Y'all don't fact-check me on that. Uh, you can get out of some of those double plays by hit and run. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I would like to say maybe see a little bit more of that. Like, I'm okay with not stealing because of how this team plays, but maybe a little bit more hit and run action. Uh, to see if they can get out of some of those double plays. But you're not going to run into a lot of double plays. I think you're really unfortunate this weekend. Would you say so? I mean, at this point in the season, like, I don't know. I I haven't been too upset with how our offense has played. So I I don't know if you really need to edit the offense much. I don't think that's where our main problem is. Yeah. That's just my opinion on it right now. If if we were really struggling to score runs, I could see it. But I, I don't think that's our problem. Uh, Ryan said, Zeke, how's Luca? Uh, so yeah, Zeke made a little intro in the background there. How's Luca doing, Bo? Doing, he's doing good. He's doing good. He kept us up, uh, Saturday night for a very long time. Uh, Uh, but he, but he's, he's doing good. He's doing good. Appreciate you asking. Oh, the joys of, uh, I wouldn't know, 
but you know, whatever. You understand. Yeah. Some nights you're like, why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know why, but you know, anyways. All right, moving forward. Um, I'd like to see a little small ball when the offense is struggling to get going. Yeah, I'm kind of with that. You know, if if you're having an off day, I mean, LSU's had those before. You know, if you're having an off day, you know, maybe trying to – which I, I will say this, Reagan. This confused me, okay? I will say I was frustrated with this in game three. Oh, I know um, what you're talking about, and I, I want to tell you why. But go ahead and so, – Okay, so, so I'll address it, and then you can discuss that. Why in the world are we bunning with JT – and Kay Beloso, who, by the way, had the clutch hits in the seventh inning in game three um, to win you the game pretty much, to get you back in the game, tie the game, not win you game, but to, to put you back in that game. Um, why in the world are we bunning with those guys and then Jack Merrifield, who's barely played at all this season, we have him swing away? When we know he's fast, unless, he's just, unless he just can't lay down a bunt. I don't know, Reagan, but. I was not happy with that decision. That's the well, one Jay Johnson yeah. decision on the weekend that I did not like. So you you can go ahead and explain away. Uh, well, if you remember correctly, with JT, I don't know. I, I like I'll agree with you a little bit on JT. I can't remember the shift if they had shifted on JT, but Beloso was laying a bunt down because they literally had all the defenders on the right the side right. of the field. And, and I can if, if, if he laid a bunt down, like if he'd got the bunt down. He'd probably have been safe. Like, that's the reason he was doing that. Um, but that was that was the one thing, like, with him is, like, if he lays the bunt down, he's going to get on pace. Like, because there was well, you nobody gotta, you over got, there. You have to hope the pitcher does it or the catcher. It depends on how good the right. That's Right. I mean, true. If you if you clunk it right in front of home – the front of the home, home base, like, yeah, the, the catcher probably throws Beloso out or, or the pitcher or something. But if you get a good bunt that goes down the line a little bit – like it's gonna be trouble because there's nobody there. There's nobody there to come and quick scoop it. But I, I mean, I do have to agree with you a little bit. Like, like I, I think at that point though, like Merrifield definitely hasn't had a lot of experience at the plate, and definitely hasn't a lot, haven't had a lot of experience bunting. That's for sure. So maybe a little bit of that. But I think in terms of Beloso, it was specifically because they had him shifted. With with JT, I'm not exactly sure. So Reg, I want to address this question from Doug uh, because I know dad says this a lot. Um, dad has said this multiple times. I want to get your opinion on it. Uh, Doug No says Jay seems to have that left them in too long issue. One of my only complaints. Um, I, I would say that is situational. Um, so one of the reasons, so I think it was, what, what was the day that they brought in Gidry? That was, that was day two. Was that day two? So when they brought no, in Gidry, no, it was day three. It was day three. Day three. Okay, so day three when they brought when they brought when they brought in Gidry, I specifically remember a lot of fans on Twitter and Dad saying they, they're leaving him in too long. They're leaving him in too long, guys. You got to get, get a guy get in the ready. bullpen. You got to get ready. <laughs> you get a guy. You got to have a guy trot down to the bullpen. You got to have him warm up off the off of the mound. Then you got to have him. Ha, you know, throwing on the mound to the catcher, you have to get him ready. So when you bring a guy out, when you have a pitcher that comes out in the, at the beginning of an inning and they walk the first batter and then they send a guy down, they're not going to have him ready after the first batter. They're going to face another one. Guy. At least another one. They're going to have, they have to face at least another one. Most of the time, a second one. Is so that, the, the context really matters there too. Yes extremely matters. Little had allowed absolutely nothing. Nothing. At that point. So nobody was in the bullpen. And then he walks one guy. Like, after doing what he did in the first three innings, one walk is not going to send alarm bells. Yeah. I better get a guy in the bullpen right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. So in that situation, all right, he's the he's been shut down the first three innings. Like, no three problem. Up, three down every single inning. And then he walks the first guy. You're like, okay, let's see what he does. Well, then it began to pile up on him, and then it's like, okay, we got to get a guy out there and get him ready. Yeah, so, like by the second by the second walk, you're sending yeah. the guy down to the bullpen. Yeah, exactly. It's like you you got to give it time. So, Doug, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I you know there is times 
when I, I do, I'm like, okay, you need to go get him. Like maybe you left him in a little too, like, like Griffin Heron, for, for example, Griffin Heron hasn't had extremely long extended outings, right? Um, you tried to overextend him a little bit. Um, and I think, you know, you probably could have pulled him a little bit sooner because you know what you you've been able to get out of him. And I understand, right? But here's the here's the flip side of that. You're also with have a very, very limited bullpen. And so you're gonna try and squeeze a little bit more out of guys because of that. So I I don't dis I don't completely disagree. Do I do I think maybe they probably should have pulled him a little bit earlier? Yes. Do I say it was the wrong, completely like like wrong decision? No. So uh Doug, I don't disagree with you there uh uh completely, but I would say when you have those thoughts, maybe consider, you know, what, you know, what's the context, you know, what's, what's exactly going on. Uh, I think Reagan hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I mean, at that point, like, especially with the Gidry coming in for little, he pulled him as soon as Gidry got ready. Like, yes, correct. As soon as Gidry was ready, they pulled him. Like he faced another batter. Gidry was ready. Jay went out there and pulled him. Like it, yep. it was, I feel like he pulled him as soon as he could. So, yeah. Adam B said, I meant attempting to steal. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see them steal more, but I just don't think that's just Jay. I just don't think that's Maybe Jay with Cruz because he's got elite yeah, speed. And Trey. Trey. Maybe yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to see probably. And maybe maybe that evolves a little bit as the season goes on. We're and only that keeps you out of less double, double, double plays, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I keep going back to how Kelly pieced together all three games uh, every series last year. Surely West can sling it together a bit easier with – Schemes throwing, yeah, I, I would agree a little bit there. Like you didn't, you didn't have what you had this year in schemes. Like you did not have that at all. So every single game you were trying to piece together, um, you know, a, a pitching staff for each game. So you, you, it's a lot easier this year. Um, but you, they also didn't have the injuries that they had last year. Um, you have a lot. You have six guys six guys that you were counting on this year that are not pitching for you. Um, all right, let's see. Doug said, Malazzo, Napolt, Merrifield, et cetera, needs to bunt every <laughs> at-bat. I don't know about every at-bat, um, but if oh, it's – Malazzo been putting the ball in play. Malazzo has been putting the ball – Malazzo won you the game Yeah, on the first game. He yep. run-ruled it for you. Run-ruled it. Look, uh, and I'll say this. I said it multiple times. You just got to get, like – if if eight and nine, if eight and nine give you a hit and a walk, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. If they just give you a hit, that's a that's per, that's good out of the nine hole or out of the eight hole. Yeah, like that's what that's that's what you should out, out of the eight and nine hole. Um, you now if JT's hitting the seven hole, you should probably expect a little bit more. Um, yeah. but out of the eight and the nine hole, like you should want them to just. Just get on base. If they get on base two times in a game, that's phenomenal. Like that's that's phenomenal. I mean, if you got like two guys on base, one out, no outs, and one of these guys are up to bat, yeah, you're bun. You should be bunting. I, I yeah. would agree with that. Yeah, especially if there's guys on base. Uh, if you're striking out a lot uh, of times, sometimes a bunt can light a spark, especially if it causes an error. Yeah, I mean that'd be. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't disagree with y'all there. I don't. I don't. I just think this team is going to hit and. They Jay knows they can hit, so I, know, just, I feel like everybody, Zach. I don't know if it's, I mean, maybe are we? I don't know. I feel like we're focusing too much on the offense. I don't feel like the offense has been the problem. Like, we scored 16, yeah. we scored 10, we scored seven, and like, I feel like I mean, if all, we're nitpicking all of that, if we're nitpicking, yeah, but like, it shouldn't be a focus. I, I feel like we're talking about the offense a lot, and I feel like the offense isn't the problem. Like, I agree. Like all score, like every score we had this weekend was good enough to win the game. Even the you're, game aver- you're averaging double digits in runs a game. You you are tw- Zach. Uh, I saw the stat. I'm I'm I've been meaning to say it. You are 29 and 0. You are undefeated if your opponent scores seven runs or less. LSU is undefeated. If they if the opponent scores seven runs that's or less, number. that's a big number in baseball. We're undefeated. We're undefeated. So you have that's to score crazy. over seven runs. As of right now, you have to score more than seven runs a game to beat, to beat LSU. Wow. So I like offense ain't a problem. 
Yeah. Offense ain't a problem. All right, Reagan, let's take a quick break and then let's come back and let's try and briefly discuss some midseason expectations, uh, give out some grades, and then we will, of course, at the end of the show, wrap it up with a little bit of transfer portal news on the basketball front. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Zach, mid-season expectations for the baseball. There was one more thing that we did not mention that we absolutely have to mention. That is a problem, and it is walks. Oh, the for walks. Sure. I, I can't believe we haven't mentioned that. Well, I mean, Walk, I think I think we have discussed it a little bit. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In past series, but yes. The walks were was it, what were was it 28? 28? Brutal this weekend. Yeah. Something like three that. Three passes right. were inexcusable. I think you had like eight in game three. Just yeah, inexcusable. It was, it was bad. Inexcusable. And we said this before this series, like previewing this series, you can't give free passes. And you did a lot of it. And Kentucky made you pay for it a lot. Yep. So. That that's I mean, that's another reason why you had the breakout inning that they had in game two, uh, in the yep. fifth inning. All right, Zach. What's midseason expectations? Looking forward to the rest of the season. What? How is it going to pan out? Look, I, I, there's a lot of people that have major, major concerns because of the bullpen, um, because of the fielding errors here recently. I'm not as concerned. Like you just went through a brutal LS, uh, SEC schedule, um, and it's about to get tremendously lighter. Now, are you going to probably lose some games along the way in that schedule? Yes, it's baseball. Like, you're not going to have your best day um, all the time. And so there's going to be probably some games. You know, I think there's going to be some fans that walk into uh, some series, fully expect LSU to sweep, and they don't, you know. And and that is going to be in large part because of the flaws that LSU has uh, with the defense and the pitching. But, listen, this is a team that they're going to host the regional. Um Barring some, barring some catastrophic meltdown in this last half of the season, um, <laughs> they're going to host a regional. They're likely to host a super regional. Um, so if they get there, if they get there, um, so yeah, I think I think this team is able, very very much able to still have a deep postseason run. Now, the bullpen is going to be the biggest question. So, how many of those guys do you get back? is is still way up in the air. Uh that's a big that's the biggest cloud hovering over LSU right now. There make no mistake about it. It's not the defense, it's not the lack of, you know, stealing or bunning or you name it. Um the biggest cloud hanging over LSU right now, period, is the bullpen and the injuries that have occurred from the out of the bullpen. So that is going to be LSU's biggest question mark uh, for the rest of the season. So how does Jay Johnson and Wes Johnson handle that moving forward? You know, I think last year under Coach Kelly, they did Jason Kelly, they did a phenomenal job uh, handling the pitching staff with what they had. Uh, I trust Wes Johnson to do the same. So we're gonna we're really gonna see here in this in this next half of the of the season how LSU fares with the pitching, because that's what it's going to come down to. Um, it's going to come down to how well their bullpen and their game two and game three starters uh, can play. Yeah, and, and I think you kind of hit it on the head there. That's that's pretty much what you got to look out for is is how, how will the pitching withhold now with the injuries. Um the the good news is there is some reinforcements coming with with Ackenhausen getting back healthy, Coleman getting back healthy. That's two guys coming back in when you had Shores and Edwards go down, and it looks like I think I think it's for the season. Jay has been he he was asked today still 
no update. Um, I, I mean, I don't think I, I don't know what that is. I'd, I'd like to ask somebody like what what kind of, what does that benefit the coach to give no update? Like, what what is that philosophy behind that? Because he just doesn't give updates. Like, he just yeah. doesn't. Um, and it's quite frustrating. I, I really don't like that he does that, but he just doesn't give updates. Anyways, but Coleman and um, Ackenhausen can come back and and fill in where you're missing a little bit, like you fill in the gap, like like you can you go Ackenhausen maybe in game two, and that can sure things up a little bit more. Like yeah, like it was like it like for a while there it was Skeens then Ackenhausen, and then it was like uh, Floyd then Edwards, Edwards. and like that was really solid. Yeah. Well, right now, Skeens is solid and Edwards is out. Um, so I would put somebody else behind Skeens like Herring and then bring Ackenhausen to be the more solid guy after Floyd. You would bring Herring in after Skeens? Yeah. I would think or, or like, better in game two or game three because I think you could use well, who a did lesser they go to arm. This past weekend. Who did they go this past weekend? In game one. Help us out, chat. Who did they go to after Skeens? I'm what, what I'm Cooper? saying. I think it was it was Cooper. I think Cooper. it was Cooper. Okay, and he had a great. Yeah, he played great. He closed out yeah, the he game. Did, did. Uh, my yeah, point is, Ackenhausen was really good out of the pen earlier in the season. And I was saying like he's the more sure-handed guy, so I would put him behind your less sure-handed guy in Ty Floyd, right, and bring somebody else in after Skeens. Is what I'm saying. That's. Uh, it doesn't have to be Herring. It could be Cooper, or it could be, uh, you know, uh, Gidry or something, somebody like that. Yeah, I think um, one of the lesser, like somebody that, like I think Gidry would be good because you know he he's he's only going to go probably two or three innings, and Paul's going to give you six to seven. So you know, and hopefully in this second half of the season, maybe he extends even more and he gives you seven eight. Maybe I would love that. I would. I, that's the one thing that I want to see. That's like I don't have any complaints from Skeens. The one thing I want to see is like I just wish we could see him extend a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I am interested, boy. I am interested to see what happens with Javen Coleman when he gets back. Yeah. Like he's dude, throwing gas. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly he's throwing like 95, 96 in his bullpens. Uh, and he's landing his breaking ball. So I'm like, shoot. Maybe he could be your game three guy. Like maybe. I mean, he was poised to be a potential starter heading into the 2021 season right, before he got hurt, right. you know? I think he's got the stuff to do it. Is he ready to step in that role? Like, obviously, he's not going to come right in and be your game three starter. But if he comes in and starts playing a few roles and he does well, I think he could potentially get a look later on. Um, so there, there's some reinforcements coming. So maybe, you know, it could be better than what we're thinking right now. Um, yeah. with Ackenhausen and Coleman coming back. It would be really nice. It would be really nice. Um, here's a little hot take, Zach. Here's my hot take. All right. I think we win out. I think we've, we're going to win. Not not every game, but series-wise. Series-wise. I think we win out. And To go undefeated in the series, that's awesome. That would be amazing. And I think you can do it. Like like you the what you just did on the front front half of your SEC schedule, you absolutely can do it. Now, don't get me wrong, you, you could go to Oxford and slip up this weekend. For sure. Um, or you could go to Auburn in the plains and slip up. But I don't think it happens. I really do think you went out your series and, and I think you get a few sweeps, and I think you're really gonna like LSU's conference record by the end of this uh, by the end of uh the the regu- the conference schedule. Um, and I think we're the number one seed. I really do. Um, so I'm pretty excited. Over Vanderbilt, over South Carolina. Oh, yeah, not like in this. I mean, like, like the national seed. Oh, okay. National seed. You're the number one national seed. So even uh, if you're right. not the number one seed in the SEC. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, right. Vanderbilt has been blessed with with a little bit lighter schedule. I mean, so. But they did dominate South Carolina. In games two and three, they beat them. South Carolina was hitting homers on them just like they were us. Yeah, South Carolina just hits homers. They hit them on anybody. On yeah. anybody, Petrie hits homers on anybody. Yeah, look, guys, uh, I made this statement the other day because I think it was Ronnie Rance. Yeah, it was Ronnie Rance was like, 
he's the best. He was talking about Barry Jones. He's like, he's the best freshman in the country. And I was like, sorry, Petrie from South Carolina is. He's the best freshman in the country. So, yeah. Let's get a few more comments, Reagan, unless you have anything else. No, that's it. I, I, I think we went out and uh, our, our SEC series, and, and that's going to be my hot take on the on the rest so, of the so, season. So briefly, uh, hitting, pitching, fielding. Let's give some grades, okay? Um, hitting, A plus, A plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's any, a. <laughs> any arguments there? Um, we're talking about hitting. We're not talking about you know situational bunt, trying to bunt at guys and hitting, scoring runs, scoring runs, A plus. Um, fielding. B plus. A, it was it was more it was more like a it was more like a A, uh, you know. And then these last few weekends, these last two or three weekends, have made it slip down to a B plus. I'll give it a B, a straight B. Okay. I won't straight give it a B, B. plus. So you're a little bit lower than I am on that. I'm surprised by that because usually I'm the more pessimistic one. But anyways, B plus. I got, I got B plus for it. Um, all right, now pitching. This is interesting because of the injuries. How do you grade this because of the injuries? Uh, man, with the That's walks tough. lately, B minus. With how it's been walking lately, I, yeah, I'm gonna say B minus. Maybe C plus. C plus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you do still have some guys that have struggled with command. Um, and I, I, you know, if you're gonna throw in, like, if you're gonna throw in the injuries, like. That you know is that a part of the pitch? Like, yeah, it's because the injuries have hurt. So yeah, yeah. I think I agree with you. Probably C plus. Uh, I'll stick with that. So C plus pitching, um, for me, it's B plus fielding, and then A plus. There you go. So at least they're all plus. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, you know. I guess fielding could could be a like B minus or something like that. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. We'll move forward. Okay, Ray. Let's take uh, let's take another break real, real quick, and then uh, when we come back, we'll briefly uh, briefly discuss uh, transfer portal in basketball because I know we did a lot of that on Blake's show, but we'll yeah. we'll briefly discuss that when we get back. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Right back at it. A little transfer portal update last segment of the show here. Appreciate all you guys coming in here and commenting. I mean, uh, Peyton and Doug and Tyler. Uh, Ryan had to hit the road, but appreciate all you guys staying in here and commenting and uh, interacting. We really appreciate it. So, Zach, little transfer. Adam B. Can't forget my guy Adam B. Adam B. As well, Adam B. Which Adam? Adam, bro, you need to hit me up. I I have to send you your merch, Adam. I have to send you your merch, bro. You haven't. You have yet to tell me what you want from the merch (laughs) store for correctly guessing Luca Daniel. So, bro. Look, I ain't slacking. I've been waiting on you. I, I probably need to – maybe, maybe I need to DM him. I don't know. If you're still <laughs> watching your Adam – Free merch, bro. If you're, if you're watching Adam, bro, hit me back up. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, yeah, quick update, Zach, on the transfer portal. Not going to spend too much time on it. I, I know some of y'all probably heard it. But Matt McMahon seems to be doing a really good job so far. Uh, recent Most recent pickup was Will Baker. Uh, really great stuff from that kid. Um, I think we've already discussed him on the show, uh, and and Jalen yeah. Cook and so and Jordan the other one is, is Joe. Yeah, the focus right now is is Joe Girard, Carlos Who Stewart had his official visit yesterday. BJ Mack, yeah, Joe Girard. Well, this past weekend, um, yeah, he this whole past weekend he was in Baton Rouge. Joe Girard was transferred from uh, Syracuse, um, so. That dude is an elite shooter, Zach. Thirty-eight percent from behind the arc. I mean, like a like really reliable to hit the three. Um, so if you land him, you're shooting and your your guards between Jalen Cook and and uh, and Joe Girard is going to be really stinking good. Um, and if you land Carlos Stewart, I mean, 
your guard play goes up exponentially from from last year. Uh, the only problem, and I think I mentioned this, the only problem I like little nervous about, I guess, with that is size. But I really don't think it's a problem for these guys. I mean, they're going to get theirs. I mean, their size clearly has not affected them at Syracuse. It hasn't affected them. Uh, uh, Jalen Cook at Tulane, like they're getting buckets. All these guys, they getting buckets. Shooters gonna shoot. Shooters gonna shoot. Like, and, and they are. Uh, so if you land that, like those two guys, Jalen Cook, Joe Girard, Carlos Stewart, it's gonna be hard to find a, a better three guards uh, that can score like those guys can. Um, so really exciting in terms of that. Um, I really want to see LSU look for a wing player, yeah. six seven type size. Six eight, um, a guy who could play your three and four. Um, maybe they're not looking for that because maybe they just are confident with Derek Fountain and, and Jalen Reed and Tyrell Ward to fill those spots. I think you should find one more guy. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not, Zach, but Alex Fudge he is entering uh, the NBA Portal draft. Again? No, oh. no, no. He's he's declared for the draft, which I was kind of shocked at. Uh, because it wasn't like he had the most elaborate career at LSU or at Florida, but dude's a an athlete and can score and 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 he's gonna test well. He'll he'll do well, but I'm if I was him and he's like entering his name in the in the draft, I would I would be testing the waters in the draft and entering the portal as well. Um, but he's he's foregoing the rest of his eligibility and entering the draft. If he were to have re-entered, I'd been like, "Go get Fudge." Go like, get Fudge back. He would have been a huge like to have like Jalen Reed, Derek Fountain, Fudge to rotate in those three four spots would have been really nice. Yeah. But we'll see. LSU is on a ton of lists for transfer names, a ton. And recently, there was a guy out of Texas Tech that entered his name in the portal. Uh, he's going to get a lot of looks. His name's I think it's Jason. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on it, but he is, uh, uh, I mean, that wing type of player uh, yeah. that could that could, you know, if LSU uh, could go and get him, I think he could be a huge piece. But I mean, he just entered the portal, and I haven't seen anything uh, about him and and like a list of names yet. But yeah. I saw him entering the portal, and I'd love to see LSU put some interest in on that. So on the women's side, uh, we, we, we already discussed Haley Van Lith. Uh, I think on the last episode, I think uh, I really like LSU's chances there. Um, not a done deal yeah. by any means, uh, but I really like LSU's chances there. And I will say um, <coughs> I have to, when I get done tonight, when the show is over and I get, and I get done uploading the audio podcast, I have edits to finish. So, <laughs> So, so maybe some pending news. Is that what you're? Is that what you're hinting at here? A little potentially, bit? potentially, potentially. I'm trying to find this name real quick. It was just the other day. Man, I saw it and I was like, man, he'd be a great. It's fine. It is what it is. I'll I'll end up running across it again, Wings and I'll remind you of it but later. There's there's lots of players in the portal, like mm-hmm. but uh, uh, BJ Mack. He's another one to look at. He 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 came on a visit as well. Uh, maybe expected from something from him here soon. All right, guys, I think that's it uh, for tonight. A little update from the portal. Looking back at this past week, LSU has ULL tomorrow night. Uh, we'll be watching that. And we'll, yeah, absolutely. You got to love the midweek game. I, lo- I love the little gap filler there between the series. Um, so that'll be it for tonight. Appreciate all y'all's comments and y'all interacting. I mean, Zach, they've been really in here tonight, really interacting. Oh, hey. Great stuff. Oh, Lith okay. announces tomorrow. Stay tuned. He think he thinks Lith announces tomorrow. Okay. Stay tuned. okay, Doug with a little info. Appreciate it, Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, really excited about the. I mean, man, if we ain't land Haley the Van Lith, it's gonna be lit in Baton Rouge. <laughs> they, they trying to go back to back for real. They won't go back. All right, guys, it's been a great show. Uh, appreciate all, all, all your interaction again, and uh, we'll be back uh, this Friday. Well. Maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. We'll have to work that out. We're we're trying to go to the game 
we will be in Oxford this weekend. Well, I for sure will be. Yeah, Zach will Reagan be. And, and I, I'm 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 going to try to. We'll see. Um, but we're going to be going to the series, uh, some of the games in the series this weekend, at least one of them, uh, for sure. Um, so we're pretty excited to go to that. Um, so we'll we'll let you know when and 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 what time our show will be um, to work around that, and we'll be discussing and looking forward to the Ole Miss series this weekend. Appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five star here, take us out. Peace. Netflix.